Oh, uh, hi. Uh, um, I, I'd like a. I'll have a donut. Uh, uh, two, two donuts. Uh, two donuts. Uh, fine. Six donuts. Six donuts. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'm just. I guess I'm just hungry. Wait. What do you got in there? Is that a little kitty? What? No, it's there's nothing in there. Yeah, in there. No, I, I, I it's a little kitty, isn't it? Let me see. No, 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 no. It's nothing. Just it's. Oh come it's on! Not, I want to see the little kitty. No, I didn't bring a little. I it's love not a little, little kitty. kitty. I swear to God, no, but, I no, it's not. It. Please, please get away. Oh, it's please. gotta be. It's gotta no, be. Let me no, see. No, let me no, just no, let me get in no, there. No, get no, out. no. Hi. Sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. You did great so far. <laughs> oh, this, what's so great is we can just edit. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> 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 the idea of a, of a man coming out and just saying hi. <laughs> <laughs> so now that I'm out of that box, would you guys like to talk about Flora and Ulysses? <sighs> uh. Is it all right if I if I have my if I have my friend Matt here watch Flora and Ulysses in this donut diner? Yeah, we've got a bunch of TVs in back where people play Halo. Oh, sick! Yeah, Very it's cool. pretty fucking yeah, cool. Sick. Yeah, Sw- sick, bro. That's how this is ending. <laughs> <laughs> your birthday i can't remember december sometime right mm-hmm. true all right okay. what what's yeah, your guess okay when i asked that question <laughs> you looked up in a way of like hmm like you were thinking of when yeah, your own birthday was. i was i was like i don't know when could it be is, is it 12th that's close <laughs> i was gonna say warmer but then i was like no there wasn't one well, to compare it to uh, how about nine or that just december the ninth the ninth warmer Ooh. okay so okay so seventh yeah you got it hey pearl harbor day baby a day right. that will live in infamy me a i will, live, that in will live in infamy forever. yeah it's a fun Aww. it's a fun day to be born is it? <laughs> I mean, like in terms of comparison to, I don't know, nine eleven. It's pretty yeah, fine. Yeah, it's okay. Like, but there's it's, a distance. Yeah, and yeah. I've also known multiple people whose birthday is the same as Hitler's birthday. Mm-hmm. But now it's it's also four twenty. So I yeah. feel like it's coming around. Oh, yeah. it's coming around, baby. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready. They got two extremes on theirs. Yep, <laughs> that's yep. true. But at least there's a good one. That's yep. a good point. Hmm. And like some kids, they're born on Christmas and they don't like that. 
but yeah, fucking whiny kids. But like <laughs> that's just because Jesus. Fucking just was, enjoy your Christmas. Come on. Ugh, such a greedy, greedy God. <laughs> he really I, does muscle out all the other kids' birthday presents. He does. It's so mean. So there's, mean. There's one thing about Jesus that I hate. It's how mean he was. Especially to those wonderful Pharisees. All they wanted to do was help and sell things in the temple. And he got all <laughs> mad and barged in there and flipped over all their tables. Like a mm-hmm. real meanie. Real meanie. Man. Jesus whiny ungrateful birthday boy <laughs> that's the stance we're apparently taking <laughs> yeah. which is uh conveniently everybody's got wwjd bracelets well we can make wubb bracelets wub whiny ungrateful birthday boy <laughs> wub also jesus big wub. fan of skrillex and dubstep in general it's in the Bible. It's in the Bible, baby. Speaking of which, welcome to Contextual Deviants. My name is Christian Hagen. Each episode, we watch a movie and then we talk about it through a series of randomly generated critical contexts provided to us via our contextual computer, guiding us through a whole world of possibilities and strange ideas and phrases and goofy good times galore and joining me on said adventure are my dearest friends and co-est hosts misters matthew bond hey hey and david gucci <laughs> there's like six d's at the beginning of my name but i only ever pronounce one and i appreciate you very much it's harder with the M. It's a mum, 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 mum. I guess it actually does work pretty well. Well, that's nice. Because then, like then, then there's bird is the word. That's Now that I think about it, bird is the word. Oh, starts yeah. Like Matthew Bond. Matthew Bond. You got it. You got it. That's fun. Yeah. Hey, that's fun. Hey, that's fun. Hey. By the way, was that long pause before Welcome to Contextual Deviance because you didn't necessarily want to use what we led in with? No, it was because I couldn't think of a joke. Okay, just like a little bit of point. It was, a, it was a panic moment. Oh, yeah, one of those. I know yep. those well. My old friend, moments of mm. not thinking of a joke. <laughs> mm. You know what's amazing is that those often are, you know, they often come right after saying, speaking of. Yes, yes. It's like, if I say speaking of, I'll be able to connect it. Well, well exactly. I'll make it's it like, work. I trust here's, you, little Here's brain. what speaking It'll of is. Fun. Speaking of is basically just like, this is the end of that part of the conversation. <laughs> we have to move on. <laughs> but I don't know where we're going. <laughs> we have to move on. Is not really to. an acceptable thing to say in like a kind of organic conversation. But speaking right. of totally is. It's like a Lyft driver who hasn't gotten directions on their destination, but they just start <laughs> driving. They just start going. Oh, I love that. What a power move. Yeah. So if somebody gets in the car, and like before they, before you can even say like passengers in the car, you just start going. Just go. And they're like, hey, don't you want to know where, where I want to go? And I'm the Lyft driver. No, 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 We're going where I want to go. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming along. <laughs> we're going where the spirit moves me. Um, <laughs> uh, folks, we're doing a podcast, and the episode we're doing of that podcast this time is about a movie that you can find on Disney Plus. 
It is the first movie of 2021 that we are doing, which is very exciting. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, we're, we are doing uh, 2021's Disney Plus original film, Flora and Ulysses. That, uh, that title, when you say it out loud, it really sounds like a, like a fantasy novel. Or something or yeah like young adult for sure like it's got that vibe absolutely but flora and ulysses really it sounds so mythological and i think uh, you know ulysses is carrying a lot of the weight there to be fair <laughs> like the <laughs> mythological character i don't know i i did not expect this movie to be about a squirrel that's all yeah. i'm saying <laughs> yeah. so so the the thumbnail of the movie being a squirrel didn't I thought me. it was a mistake. No. I was like, oh, they just uh, randomly got some clip art in there. <laughs> Couldn't be about a squirrel. Toss, toss this clip art CGI squirrel yeah. in there. Classic Disney Plus like where do. they just they just get the first Google image that comes up when you search for a movie <laughs> and they just throw it in there. I thought it was that. Yeah, they don't even go to Getty Images, it's just Google. Yeah. Yeah. That's why the, <laughs> That's why the thumbnail for Captain America Civil War is a picture of Ulysses S. Grant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Flora and Ulysses S. Grant, on the other hand, hell yeah! Oh, Ooh. sign me up, baby. There yeah. we go. I just put it a didn't even occur to Grant me that that's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, it didn't that's even it. occur to me that that was what was happening. Flora and Ulysses is the uh, fun family adventure of a young girl named Flora who mm. discovers a squirrel who is sucked into a magical Roomba of sorts, like a weird. Mm a super robot and develops superpowers Mm -hmm. the ability to communicate in english yeah (laughs) uh, the ability to fly and super strength yeah and uh she then tries to convince people that the squirrel is magic and she uh, is also trying to keep her parent get her parents back together they've separated Mm. played by ben schwartz and allison hannigan uh and then, of course, they are chased down by a renegade animal control agent played by Danny Pudi. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, it's a it's a romping good time, and we are here to come of age all over this movie. That came out oh. the exact wrong way. Oh. The worst yeah. possible way that that could have come yes. out is how that came out of my mouth. That, I'm ready. But also, there's no way that's not what you wanted. I know. Yeah. That's the thing. Is it's like, it feels like what I wanted. There was one way, and you chose the one way, and it was the worst way. Yep. <laughs> but yep. you drove down that yep. road, baby. Yeah. You and now, like, I, now I got to keep it in because I did it. So yeah. You got to edge it, baby. You got to keep it in. God, all right, let's do a, let's do a contest. Right. Uh, explain this movie to aliens. <laughs> no! Now, 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 wait, hang on. Here's no. where this one is especially interesting. Because this one, unlike a lot of ours, is not just about human civilization and, like, our that's things. True, We're true. also going to have to teach the aliens about squirrels. And, and why how, it's weird that it can communicate. <laughs> exactly! Why it's weird that the squirrel can communicate with the people. <laughs> Uh, written communication versus verbal mm-hmm. communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. the squirrel can't talk, wow. as they make very clear. No, it can't. Wow. Uh, yeah. Oof. Wow. Okay. This one is really blowing this, David's there's mind. There's a lot. No, there's a lot here. There's just a lot. And I think my instinct is always to try to find the, like, the core concept. Like, if we had to break this down to aliens, like, what's the one foundational thing that they need to understand 
in order to probably mm. get this movie. Right. And I think you said it. I think it's that squirrels can't actually talk to humans. Because <laughs> like, that's huge. Otherwise, it's just like, I don't know. I mean, there's like yeah, marriage, I guess you would have to like, it's a good yeah. vehicle for talking about like what family is in this yeah, world. Yeah, family and, dynamics. Uh-huh. And how potentially you could you could rope in uh, William as like chosen sort of family as well. Like, and talk oh, about that. Right. But I almost forgot about William. Yeah, you can. It's fine. His character is terrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A character, the whole movie, we were like, is this offensive? Oh, I can't yes. decide if this is offensive. <laughs> okay. Oh, it it's so feels bad. It it's sucks. just, how, how did this? Yeah. Yeah. Because, okay, just weird, quick tangent on, yeah. on William. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because I will admit, uh, I laughed when he fell out, when he fell down, <laughs> like, yeah. I can't remember what he fell off of, like some kind of ledge or something. Yeah. I laughed when that happened, yeah. and I was I was hoping he'd fall down things more. But I would say about any kid, <laughs> yeah, nothing yeah, to do right. with the fact he was blind. <laughs> I just like watching kids fall down. <laughs> That's just well, something I, think, I like. <laughs> I wonder if it's like the filmmakers were like trying to figure out how can we make jokes about a character being blind mm-hmm. in a sort of kids Mr. Magoo sense mm-hmm. without outright making fun of blind people well let's have it be temporary it. blindness yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is somehow even yeah. more infuriating yeah, exactly. it's like it's like, a bad yeah. it was bad they, they bad asked choice. the question how could we make jokes about a blind person being funny but not yeah, have right. it be bad and they should have said why are we asking that question why <laughs> yes, do we want we this to be this? a punchline good lord yeah oh not a God. good choice so Laura yeah. Ulysses how did that come out this year with that shit in there? It is it's really insane. Crazy. It's yeah. insane. Well, I'm glad that's that we I got was, there I was right like, away. That's, I'm glad we yeah. really got in there right away. Because, yeah, he, he made me very uncomfortable. Well, because at first he comes in and I'm like, oh, they're having a blind major character. Uh-huh. You know, this could actually cool. be something. Absolutely. You know, for a kid's movie to have a blind mm-hmm. major character who, like, <laughs> contributes to things and is actually... But no, he's a complete shithead. Yeah, and uh, they're all shitty to him. They're all yeah. shitty to him. And I felt like they should have been shittier to him. That's the problem. <laughs> he's such a piece of shit. That, like, fuck this kid. Yeah. And then uh, he's such a dick, yeah. and and then he's also like, he's just dumb. Like he's wrong about almost everything. <laughs> he's yep. snooty. He's he he treats being blind like a superpower in a daredevil way, mm-hmm. which is which, super which he's weird. wrong that about. The but most then also is part. right about. Like it bugged me that he was like I, I was like trying to smell things from really far away, and also use echolocation, which like barely any blind people can do with a lot of training it's like this is this is garbage it's in a it's in a movie where a squirrel gets sucked up by a Roomba and turns into a flying magic squirrel so like I get that someone might be able to ask for a suspension of disbelief but when those are real misconceptions about blind people Mm -hmm. bad Mm -hmm. you have done a bad thing Flora and Ulysses you just opened up like you've just given Bowie's a playbook, basically, Seriously. with this yeah. movie. Yeah, for Terrible. any blind kid, like that's it's Ugh. yeah, it's awful. Yeah, yep. bad, bad, bad. That's bad. That's yep. bad. We can all agree. Yep. Bam. We're stamping it. Yeah. So that was, and that's my that's my hang up on the movie. Otherwise, it's a yeah. Goddamn I honestly, otherwise, I had a great time. Yeah. yeah. Great time. Yeah. Uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, ben Schwartz absolutely carrying his weight, but. So I think if we're explaining this to aliens, I would try and avoid Ooh. the blind child yeah. as much as humanly possible. Yeah. 
Well, and in talking about uh, communicating with the squirrel, we'd have to be like, so whatever this technology is we're using to communicate now, we don't have that. And we didn't have that. <laughs> whatever you've brought us. No, us. I we don't even have think that. about that. Yeah, because how are we talking? Unless they've learned our language right. or we've learned theirs, I guess. Well, that would be the only way we could be yeah. explaining it to them. Yeah. Unless they had Unless there's some sort of device like that. that they had. So yeah. honestly, they would... They would actually probably get that the fastest yeah. <laughs> of anything. They'd be like, oh, sure, yeah, no problem. <laughs> but I guess we just have to be like, they'd be like, so can squirrels fly? Well, well there are flying yeah. squirrels. There are flying squirrels, but they don't no. actually fly. It's like, and are there superheroes? Sort of and it's like, well, yes, like, mm, but but not really. Mythologically but speaking. Like, yeah, <laughs> but we have lots of them, and they're really important to us, but they don't exist. But we did yeah. make them up. <laughs> like, oh, man, what a fun thing to explain. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but I mean, then it, yeah, it also introduces family dynamics. It introduces human reproduction because here's a mommy and a daddy, and there's hey, a child. Yeah, there you that's go. how that works. That's huge. You know, I f- we always that's, forget. It's so huge. We always forget about how to use the movie that the aliens demanded we put in the DVD player to explain human reproduction. We always forget. Yeah. and I think it's a they really nice way to work it in. Yeah. Put that in like parentheticals with his context, please. <laughs> with his context, how to explain this movie and human reproduction to aliens? <laughs> with, with this movie, via this movie, okay, we must I use see. something. How do we? <laughs> the context becomes: How do we explain <laughs> human reproduction to aliens with this movie? <laughs> with this movie, yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, if that's the context, how do we explain this movie to <laughs> human reproduction to aliens with this movie? <laughs> I mean, I think you got it. It's the sex yeah. scene. Did the you, sex I scene. Watched the, I watched the the Snyder cut of this movie, so I got, <laughs> I got the real. So the four stuff. hour cut of yeah. Oh my god. So we should maybe a context is like, what's the Snyder cut of this? What's <laughs> in the Snyder cut of this movie? Actually, that is a good idea. It's it's yeah, similar but then you to. Both have to watch, well, I guess so, you know, mm, It's similar to, um, not George Lucasing this movie. Peter Jacksoning. Oh, Peter Jackson. But yeah, instead, it's, it's speculating similar. about what was in there and got cut out, which is a little bit different. Yes. It is a little yes. bit different. Yes. It is different. It's uh. technically different. It's it's <laughs> as different as the someone imagining it and the unreliable yep. narrator. Yep. Which I realized when we were doing Coming to America, listening back to it, I was like, oh, we kind of did the unreliable narrator thing with a couple of the characters, but that's yeah, fine. That's it was speculative. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. No one noticed uh, but me. It's fine. So, the... I'm trying to think of other things that would be really confusing about, I guess the institution of animal control would be important to address Yeah, because they, yeah. they, are, they have an outsized amount of a role in this movie. <laughs> like they seem like a big deal and they it's are really strict <laughs> that like, no. it's not, that's, that's not it. Like they, we don't have bounty hunters that like <laughs> chase down do their- squirrels that theoretically could have rabies. Like that's not a thing we have. <laughs> dispel the myths about animal control from this movie they do their work in the shadows in real life we yeah. don't i never see them exactly seriously <laughs> yeah i uh danny pooty played that role in such an interesting way <laughs> because there's like two versions of that villain in most kids movies mm-hmm. there's the the really there's the really cocky intense one who's just like really scary but the kids overcome him and it's great mm-hmm. and then there's the complete bumbling idiot who is just a goofball and the kids treat like shit and it's yeah. funny. A hindrance. He's kind of trying to do. Yeah. 
he's trying to do both. Yeah. Where he seems like really calm and put together, and then all these foibles happen, but they don't really like make him go crazy <laughs> in the way that a lot of villains in kids' movies do. Right. It's just sort of like he's just having a tough day, but yeah. he's fine. His ego <laughs> takes a bruising. Yeah, that's about it. Um, and it's just kind of an interesting choice. Uh, yeah, it but is. aliens wouldn't need to know about that. Um, no, no. <laughs> they they wouldn't need yeah. to know about that. Oh, this one's not for you, aliens. <laughs> I, I think I think honestly that's that kind of covers most of what I'd be worried about because they probably yeah. would have experienced most of the rest of it. If not already, they will if they keep talking to us. There's not that much wild shit besides here's what a squirrel really is. Here's what a blind person really is, and here's what animal control really is. Those are like and the big what, three. And I guess cats. Oh shit, yeah, uh, cats. Oh, because uh, it, it really has it really misrepresents a lot of things, huh? <laughs> I mean, it's a kids well, movie. What are you gonna? Yeah, do? yeah, not every yeah. cat is Joan. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it's like when you sell comic books at a comic store. Yep. Uh, this, <laughs> <laughs> this is what it's like. I have um, another weirdly specific thing that it misrepresents, which is overnight yes. stocking shifts at the place where, <laughs> oh gosh, what's his name? Uh, George, I believe. Benny Bobby Moynihan. Yeah, George. Oh, yeah. Where, oh. where George works. He works at Binders Keepers. The which, am- delightful. Amazing <laughs> name. Good job. Way to go. Which is just like Staples or whatever the fuck. And yeah. uh, and he when he works the overnight shift, it's dark. There's no lights on. Well, and he's by himself. And he's by himself, like, that's which not Osha that does works. not like. No. And he's not apparently yeah. allowed to like play music over the PA, so he has to like find a stereo and hook it up to the intercom system to play it. And I was like, is he, is he pretending to have this job? Like, does no, he that actually? Scene, work that scene was clearly a punch up because, like, because you think about it, there's literally no setup for that scene. He's yeah. in this store by himself. He's an hourly employee, as we know. He got this job like on a part-time basis. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he's not like he doesn't have keys to the store. <laughs> no, uh, no way. He he's not like he's got no one else there. He's there at an indeterminate amount of time where he has enough time to do just a ton of weird artistic shit. <laughs> a lot. Um and oh. and like so and it's fun and I love it. Sure. It's a great sequence of just Ben Schwartz yeah. goofing around to some mm-hmm. music. A uh, lot, lot of fun needle drops in this movie. Uh, but yeah, very confusing uh, from a from a logistical standpoint. Yeah. What is happening in that? Scene. And I think that's really important to explain to aliens. It's like, listen, to overnight stocking shifts yeah. are not this unsafe, and they are <laughs> well lit, and employees are allowed unsafe. to go to the bathroom. And like, we want to make sure that we represent our corporations correctly to aliens. Make yeah, sure that that's the are. most important yeah. thing. Yeah. Aliens have to understand that corporations are people, to. my friend. <laughs> yeah. My friend. <laughs> that's good. I'm glad we uh, Anything else we would want to tell aliens about this movie? Okay, so that's no. Let's move yeah. on to another context. <laughs> no. Okay, let's start another context. Because, boys, the question we need to ask and answer... Is this Die Hard? (laughs) So, folks, the question we are trying to answer with this context is, is the film Flora and Ulysses actually the film Die Hard? So what do we got? It's gotta be. 
I mean, absolutely. Yeah. There's there's more to it than I think a lot of the movies we yeah, do. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> I think, uh, there are actual people walking on broken glass in this movie. And that is more than we can say for any other when movie. When do people walk? Wait, when does someone walk on broken after, glass? After they threw the chair through the window in the restaurant. Oh, right. There was yes. a bunch of broken glass on the outside and people walked on it. And I thought, oh, this is Die Hard. In that moment, I was like, oh, there it is. It's Die Hard. And then Bruce Willis was there because the because I took the they live glasses off or I put them on. I don't remember which way it goes. The scales <laughs> fell from my eyes and Die Hard was there. Maybe Bruce Willis was in this, the Snyder Cut version of this movie. Yeah, exactly. They, they cut his whole character. It's like two and a half hours of material. <laughs> Zack Snyder's for and Ulysses. And, uh, and what's funny is he was actually the manager at the Binders Keepers, and that's why it made no sense that there wasn't another person there helping him with the overnight shift. <laughs> so it all makes sense. It all checks out. I get it. Okay, yeah, that, yeah. That, that tracks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's well, the most pivotal scene. I'm concerned. Well, okay, but no, but like genuinely, yeah. here's marital strain, Perfect. like a separated mm-hmm. married couple, mm-hmm. right there. Boom, right from the beginning. Uh, guns, like the tranquilizer least, yeah. gun that he's shooting off a bunch. Oh uh, yeah, yes, lots of people right. get shot. <laughs> yeah, Ben Schwartz especially. He gets shot a lot, a lot of times. Who, who has to jump off Ooh. of a roof oh, at right. one point? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it's also, it's like authority is <laughs> is the villain, mm-hmm. of, is one of the villains of sorts who cause all the ruckus. The ruckus. True. True. <laughs> the ruckus. So who, who is the Hans Gruber? Who is the villain, like the, the terrorist of yeah, this that's, movie? Yeah, that's the tough one. That's the one that I'm yeah. not connecting perfectly. Everything else right. is 100% diehard. But then I right. can't like it, I almost feel like the squirrel is, but I know that's not that can't be. He's not the terrorist, <laughs> no. but like no. who is? It, it's not it's not Miller, Danny Pudi's character. Unless he is sort of like a see this. Is, yeah. They did say he ha- he did have Wait. that newspaper headline that he was looking at about yes. him being a disgraced. He was demoted uh, was as it, a like park a- ranger or something. So right. like so, but so, he did work for animal control. Like he wasn't rogue. I like the narrative that he didn't actually work for anyone, and that he had just like stolen <laughs> his outfit and was like a deputy, like a Dwight Schrute type. Like that would work for this movie. Well, I was well, thinking of it in terms it, yeah. of like like Hunt for the Wilder People, like that mm-hmm. the woman who works for social services, yeah. but like gets a fucking tank yeah, at one point. Gets a tank <laughs> and a jeep. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like he just goes like way overboard yeah. on his job to yeah. prove a point. Uh, so it, you know he could he could kind of be both. I, I think I think it's like a blend between him and uh, Allison Hannigan's mom or Allison Hannigan's character uh, up to a point. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, she's yeah, pretty yeah. diabolically evil at a certain point. Right. Yeah. Well, what? she just doesn't get what's going on, and she well, she's been she's mean for most of the movie. She's mean most a of her lot comments to the kids. Mean. Yeah. Yeah. She's she just seems like she's having a hard time. I did actually really appreciate the scene where she's like, nobody cares. And I was like, oh, Allison. Yeah. No, that's the thing. Like, no. up, to a point, up to a point in the movie. Yeah, yeah. And then, no, exactly. Yeah, but yeah. for like the first three quarters of it, it's yeah. like, just get out of the fucking way. <laughs> Let this girl and this squirrel do their thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, 
Allison. 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 I, her name being Phyllis was an interesting choice to me. Like That I, is an interesting choice. I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, they didn't say her name very much, but like George and Phyllis being the, the parents of Flora, it's like, these are some antiquated ass names for some 30 something year olds, like 35 year olds. Like that's, that's, yeah. a, that's a weird choice, bud, but okay. George nice. and Phyllis. Uh, <laughs> I think that also a corollary mm-hmm. here. I'm torn between whether Kate Micucci <laughs> as the waitress at the mm-hmm. diner or the journalist who interviews Allison Hannigan <laughs> is more analogous to the TV news host who goes to uh, goes to Bonabadelia's house and tries to harass the kids, uh, her kids, oh. uh, during the whole uh, mm. Terrorist like hostage situation thing. Interesting for for ratings. I mean, uh, I would I would guess Rita the waitress a little bit more because I mm. feel like she's really milking it. Like the amount of time yeah. she said rabies on air, and like it was like, That's and then true. it was on my head and it gave me rabies, and then it ran uh, over there and gave someone else rabies. It had so many. That's rabies. true. She's very sensationalist. That's yeah, true. Yeah, That's yeah. a good point. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, really blowing uh, it out of proportion for attention. So would would we say who is who is John McClain? Because mm. I think there are three Ooh. strong John McClain candidates. You've Ooh. got Flora and Ulysses, of yeah, course, yeah. but then you've also got George. is it George? George, yeah, like the, yeah. her dad. Her dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I think he's mm. maybe more of a Reginald L. Johnson character <laughs> because he's initially out, like he's initially totally disillusioned because yeah. his whole like. See, yeah. he, like he fucked up in the yeah. past and his job just didn't work out. But he's suddenly reinvigorated to help again because of this strange situation. Yeah, I think that's good. Because, Fl- but Flora's he's... been in since the beginning. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, George is basically every character but Hans Gruber in this movie because he's the Argyle because he kind of drives him around. He's <laughs> and, the... <laughs> and he's a little bit John McClane because, like I said, he does the thing on the on the roof. He yep. also, he does that whole DIY art project which is kind of like when Bruce uh. Willis kind of like DIYs <laughs> some weapons together uh, uh, before he gets a machine gun. Yep. He's um, the Reginald of L. Johnson. Like, he's... Wow. He's, he's just yeah, every everything. He's, yeah. he's just <laughs> jumping around. That's good. That's good. That's full of Yeah. Animals. Wow. Um, huh. And so then I think, you know, as weird as it is to say, I think Bonnie Bedelia could either be Phyllis or the other woman from uh, George's apartment building who helps them out. Mm, uh, uh, I can only Ms. think of Meacham? her as Nancy McNally from the yeah. West Wing. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, Ms. Ms. Me- Dr. Meacham, I think it was, something like that. Mm, yes. Uh, I remember if Meacham is right. Yeah, I, Dr. Meacham. That's right. He's, he's, she's oh. like, you, uh, he's like, oh, I've got a doctor in my building, and I can't remember what kind of doctor she was, but it was it was not the kind that works not on squirrels. The kind <laughs> that works on squirrels. My favorite thing about Doctor Meacham is that when they present the squirrel, when they say, "Look, it's Ulysses. He's cool, and like maybe he got hurt, but like he has some fun powers." She listens to him understanding human speech and just says, "Oh, he has the power to understand," like. Like that's the reaction to oh that squirrel knows how to talk is yes he has the power to understand like that's a category of a thing a squirrel can have. Well, it's it's yeah. There's a lot to go into <laughs> the squirrel rules. powers, but she rules. All right, all right. We gotta we gotta narrow down some ways that it's not like Dar. Oh, you're right. 
That's true. We, just for the sake of fairness and accuracy yeah. in reporting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, think we, there were very many tall buildings. Mm-hmm. No, the buildings were relatively small. They were Until all the end little. of the movie, when uh, when Ulysses looks out over the city. Oh, that's mm-hmm. true. But that uh, was more like a, like an ending shot. Like they didn't. They nobody went in those buildings. Everybody's exactly, buildings exactly. that they had were houses or like two level apartments at most. Pretty pretty manageably high buildings. Do, <laughs> do did they say what city that was? I don't think, I think so. It's supposed to be kind of anywhere USA. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Right. No, I d- it wasn't iconic or important to the culture. New York was not a character in this movie. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I like the idea that like someone who lives in whatever city where they film this hears you say that. And like, yeah. it's like <laughs> It wasn't important or good or cool in any way. It could in have fact, been. In fact, I thought it was very ugly, this yeah. city. It was filmed and the people in who live there are probably it. stupid. <laughs> 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 it struck me as the kind of place where people I hate live. <laughs> yeah uh but that's not what we're saying no. listeners if anyone's from that city it and can identify nice, it i guess yeah it's fine. Yeah. generic and listen we all live in bad places Ooh, that's just america hey i is that i would say that's a way it's not like Die Hard, right like Die Hard has iconic specific locations mm-hmm. right that's true it's, it's using places that are named not just go to the I mean, where do they even go? Well, I mean, pretty much the only two places in in Die Hard are are LAX and the Nakatomi Plaza building. Real places, though. Uh, Well, I don't think the Nakatomi Plaza building's a real place. Not anymore. They blew it up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, so, yes, you're right. There isn't really, like, a singular iconic location like Nakatomi. Yeah. um, They go all over the place. I guess the diner is as close as they get to that. (laughs) Um Mm -hmm. <laughs> the diner. Which is saying something. The diner. Yeah, again, very, very it did have generic. A, it did have a name that yeah. I remember finding kind of amusing, but I cannot remember what it was. Something about a donuts. I don't know. I think there was donuts and stuff. There was some donuts and stuff. Who's to say? Who's to say? Um, I mean, so... Other, so I yes. can't think of any ways it's not like Die Hard. Well, we still haven't settled on a John McClane. Yeah, Who would... Mm. Is it? Are we splitting John McClane into two and having it be both Flora and Ulysses, or are we saying that Flora is John McClane because she is a normal person in extraordinary circumstances who has to sort of like use her wits and her association with this weapon of this super squirrel? Uh, to, <laughs> okay, okay, to, yeah. to get through, uh, or. Are we saying that because Ulysses, as the hero of the story, uh, who does a lot of the the, the heavy lifting physically, yeah. well, and he's also a stranger among all these people, and he's saving <laughs> them. But there's one person that he actually cares about that he's trying to save. Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay. Wait a second. Okay. Wait a second. Shit. Maybe George is John McClane because <laughs> he is trying to get back with Bonnie Bedelia. That's and, that's that's the thing. He's every character. He's every he's everyone. except Bobby <laughs> Bedelia. Yeah, that's true. I think that was actually how they pitched the character of George. They were like, "Hey, what if in this kids' movie you were every character from Die Hard? <laughs> he's everything you want. He's everything you need." <laughs> Uh, that's not, that song really takes me back to a real good place. One of my favorite songs right? of all time. 
Mm. Is that true? No. That oh God. Oh God. <laughs> no, that's a, oh jeez. No way. For real, like it's not a time machine song for you. Like it takes me. Back. Oh, it's a time it definitely machine takes song. me back. Yeah, but yeah. not necessarily not to good. like a nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't like the song, but I can think of the yeah. era and think of everything but that song. That was very <laughs> <laughs> See, for me, it takes me back to middle school, and that's mm. that's a dark, dark mm. memory. Uh, for various reasons, we don't have to talk about. Uh, but uh, <laughs> that made it sound way darker than it really was. It's just all the reasons why none of us want to talk about middle school. Exactly. It wasn't anything more than that. I don't remember. Um, I may have repressed some things. <laughs> what matters is, I think, I think when we weigh up the evidence, we might have watched Die Hard this time. Yeah, I think we accidentally watched. I think I'm pretty. I'm pretty positive we did. We keep doing this. Yeah. We keep meaning know, to watch sorry. other movies and then yeah. ending up watching Die Hard. I'm sorry, guys. We were supposed to talk about Flora and Ulysses, and listeners, we just let you down. Yeah. Yeah. We watched Die Hard instead. Our, our mistake, our oopsies. And that's what yeah. I'm saying with the freaking thumbnails is you never know what you're clicking on these days. It might have a squirrel on it. It might have John McClane <laughs> yeah. on it. And you click on it, and then it plays something for you, and you sit there for an hour and a half. And you don't know All what you watched, again. but it was probably Die Hard. <laughs> Yep. So, sorry guys, we did the wrong movie. But since we since we're here, let's do another context. <laughs> what is the true meaning of Christmas according to this movie? <laughs> uh, speaking Ooh. of Die Hard, what is what is the true meaning of Christmas yeah. according to Flora and Ulysses? Wow. This one because it's like a children's coming of age movie probably has more like true meaning of Christmas yeah. vibes than a lot of the ones we oh, get this yeah. for. Certainly more than The Matrix, I think. Um, yeah. <laughs> that movie feels a lot like a jingle jingle ho 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 to me, though, so I get it. Yeah, it's yeah. like a jingle jingle ho ho, just like you said. Like dude. I said, <laughs> those are just the like two this. kinds of genitals. <laughs> a jingle jingle ho ho? Yeah. <laughs> and an oatmeal cream two, pie, sorry, I forgot. I was that. just going to say my two favorite kinds of hopes. <laughs> I think that the true meaning of Christmas, mm-hmm. according to Flora and Ulysses, mm-hmm is about I, I i try to think of like the the right way to sum up the moral of the movie but it mm-hmm. feels like it's a it's got that if you love something let it go vibe to it and i don't necessarily know how that connects to christmas because i don't feel like those messages are necessarily compatible beyond the inherent anti-consumerism which i don't think this movie is like don't have stuff like right. it's not really about that. It's pretty. Huh? I mean, it is kind of weird that like everyone who is a good guy is someone who doesn't work just a normal nine to five job. <laughs> Ooh. And then the people who do are kind of just like either all dicks or just seem miserable. Yeah. Yeah. Which you know is fair. I'm yeah. not saying it's not true. Yeah, because, I mean... Because, yeah, because we... Yes, we all get it. Hey, aliens, (laughs) this too. (laughs) In case you're wondering, we all do still live under capitalism. Um, But that's not unfair. Yeah. Yeah. As an observation. I I, I wonder if there's, there's a certain... There's a certain message of equity to the ending, too. Because a lot of the film is mostly just trying to justify the ability of this squirrel to exist and to continue to live. Mm, yeah, true. To be able to show like, hey, this squirrel deserves to live. 
Now, they do that through this squirrel is exceptional. Right. So if we're tracking if I'm tracking it through that metaphor, that's not great, right? So maybe I should just abandon this. This this particular yeah. interpretation. I mean, yeah. Speaking of the Snyder cut. <laughs> Wait, is that a, is that a thing in the Snyder cut? No, I'm just oh. saying it's a Snyder thing. Oh, I see what you said. Yes, that is something yeah. from the Snyder cut. Yes. Yeah, I think uh, that's a good point is if you do make that argument, it ends up being exceptionalism and then that ceases to be good and in fact is right, harmful right. equity. Yeah, that's tough. Um, okay, Dang. so let's let's let's, so not, let's that. not do that one. Not that one. <laughs> not also because not of the me. also because of the blind kid. Friendship cures you of anything that might make you funny and bad. That's what Flora and Ulysses <laughs> is saying. Friendship cures blindness. <laughs> um, I mean, like being together with your family. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's yes. That's like a very obvious one. That's not super fun. No, but it's, no, but it's also like it, it's it's not <laughs> yes, but like if you add to it, it's like be with your family, but also like your family can accept each other, Ooh. like can can build each other up, can encourage each other, and mm-hmm. and, and give each other the ability to hope. Because actually, this is a actually this brings me to a point <laughs> that I'm that I wrote a note about and completely forgot about oh. until now, <gasps> which is this is one of the rare kids movies that directly. Uh, addresses cynicism by name. Yeah, like it. It's it weird. does not have. It does not have subtext about it. It just oh. makes it text. It's like kids. Cynicism is wrong. <laughs> I mean, it shows like where cynicism is healthy. It's like observe, don't you yeah, know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of times, like obviously, they will confront cynicism, but they don't just like call it out. No, they don't say They're it. They're not like yeah. you're too cynical. But it's like. No, th- this is about a character who believes that cynicism is the only like true philosophy at this yeah. point. She's very philosophical mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet, you know, she's able to overcome that by the end of the movie through mm. seeing hope return Maybe to, it's okay her to hope. parents. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Maybe it's okay to hope. Maybe, you know, things can be hard, but if we encourage each other and build each other up and the people closest to us, we support them. You know, like, I think really the biggest step in in the relationship, one of the biggest steps in the relationship between George and Phyllis is less uh, the moment when Phyllis asks him not to give up on her, but more the moment that George, like, offers to be there for the interview that she's worried about. Mm -hmm. Because that's him fully supporting her in a very practical way uh, of saying, like, you know what? We're not in a great place right now between the two of us, but I support you. I want you to succeed, and I'm going to be here to encourage you in whatever way I can. Yeah. And and really builds her up, and then she is able to then like then she turns around and is able to do the same to him to just like encourage him to 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 get back into his creativity. Um, yeah. And so encouraging encouraging people you care about to pursue what they want, or or to at least like accept the things about themselves that uh that other people might not appreciate you know as much yeah yeah they're they're creative people who do things that may uh, that may seem like low art that is an interesting like Mm -hmm. george is a comic book uh, creator that Mm -hmm. doesn't have any successful comic books uh phyllis is a romance novelist uh and uh, Ulysses does fridge poetry. <laughs> yeah, he does. Oh, it's so good. Wait, though. but Phyllis won a Jack and Rose. So That's don't true. About that. The Jack and Rose. The was Jack so and Rose. Good. But, I, but I still argue, like both of those are very uh, besmirched genres. 
It's like, mm-hmm. oh, you're an artist. Oh, you're a writer. What do you write slash art? And if it's comic what books and art? romance novels, people are like, mm-hmm. oh, you're that kind of artist. You're you're a yeah. hack. You're like you're a genre writer. Like that's not real writing. Yeah. Like, definitely. Both, that's but they're a, able that's to encourage each other and make it better for for, for everybody. Wow! Yeah. So yes to that. Yes to the idea of sort of telling the people that you love that they should do what they want to do to like yeah. make them happy. Sort of like positive reinforcement, I guess, or just yeah. sort of like a just support, just support, support the people you care about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. It it feels like a great idea. But if mm-hmm. but if I if I sat you down and I was like the true meaning of Christmas is to support the people that you care about. <laughs> I feel like that's kind that it almost feels like too much work for Christmas. Well, but, but charity <laughs> like it's a huge thing on Christmas like so mm. supporting people like uh, acts of service that's that's huge around Yeah, Christmas. yeah, okay. Always kind of mm. have that. So on. like actively supporting them around Christmas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And what I, is, I what is giving someone a gift but saying like you deserve this? Yeah. Um, I think you're good you're I care enough about you that this is a thing that has value and you deserve to have it. Yeah. Yeah, or like it's, there's some people that are exceptionally good at giving gifts that are like I I know that you're into this thing and I want to get you this that helps you with that mm-hmm. thing. Totally. Yep. Yeah. That that's a very good point. So if you if we do incorporate the gift giving absolutely in that vein. Yeah. And that works in the reverse too, because then you think of the expression, uh, it's the thought that counts. You know, that's that's you encouraging someone who is trying to support you in that way. And even if the gift ends up not being very good, <laughs> mm-hmm. then it's like, you know what? Yeah. Hey, you thank you for thinking of it. Like that's yeah. supportive. That's even it. if the interview actually went really bad, he was there to support her. And that matters. Yeah. Even and that mattered. Really she clearly sucked. was. She clearly was very emotionally moved by that, and mm-hmm. I think that's. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think the other yeah. thing from this movie that has a Christmas ring to it, so to speak, that Carol vibe, is Doctor Meacham, ta- delivering the morals of this movie. Of course, as side characters <laughs> in kids' movies are wont to do, um, mm-hmm. especially older. Uh, saying the like it's the people you turn back to like that idea that she tells mm-hmm. George and be like oh it looks like you turned back to her or something like I th- I don't remember exactly what the phrasing was mm-hmm. but it was like I'll always like come back to you or I'll always turn back around to you or something like that being like you know who your family really is go back to your family as kind of a weird moral that does sort of fit with like traditional family holidays that's true of like hey remember those people that you might kind of not like right now but are sort of ride or die maybe a little maybe you should go <laughs> back to them a little bit that's nice like i feel like that's a little less exciting but a lot more realistic of a the true meaning of christmas is going yeah y'all are pretty good all right <laughs> <laughs> Gotta turn. I, I turn back sounds so wrong. How does she say yeah. it? It's like a big part of the movie. Like, Buddy, I you <laughs> are like you are dancing on your own. I'm sorry. I oh. don't know the answer to this question. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Oh well. Mm. Mm. Uh, let's see. Is there anything else we can think of? 
screw me uh, Christmas. I mean, there, in a way, it is about the birth of a super being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, True. Which is kind of what Christmas is. No, I like yeah. that. I mean, no, that's yeah. good. It's about the response to the birth of a super being, too. The true meaning of Christmas is seeing Ulysses, recognizing him for the gift that he is, and following him and learning from him not just being oh like God. cool that's great like, but i'm gonna keep doing whatever the fuck i want over here no 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 you pay attention to that ulysses he's important yeah, and he what writes, is christmas he writes beautiful psalms yeah. <laughs> it's true he does he writes beautiful songs what what is what is christmas but you know Christianity's origin story. It's a superhero origin story that we all hear every year. Jesus begins. Jesus begins. Oh my God. God's not dead for the beginning. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, (laughs) A Christ Nolan picture. (laughs) Starring Christian Bale. Um, There it is. We solved it. That's the true meaning of Christmas according to Flora and Ulysses. (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah i think we got it all right i think we got that one yeah and i think we also yeah. covered start a religion b- about this movie well let's not, kind of, let's yeah. not get into that well, yeah that's true yeah. <laughs> guys let's take we've been having a lot of fun here today yeah, but i think serious. we need to pump the brakes mm-hmm. i think we need to grow up we need to be more responsible and take a turn to the nitpicky realism oh board <laughs> for four and Ulysses. Um, right. Strap in. It's going to be about four hours. <laughs> <laughs> this movie. Oh. Yeah. Nitpicky realism corner for Flora and Ulysses. Uh, you guys squirrels can't talk. Ugh. Well, this one couldn't either. You could type shit. You're right. But squirrels can't type. Squirrels can't type. I mean, squirrels can <laughs> type. They just can't type intelligibly. Yes. They can run around on a keyboard. Oh, sure. And all day. I can all run around a keyboard. <laughs> all day. And I don't know how to type. Yeah, I don't know how to type. I've never learned. <laughs> Cursive, baby. <laughs> I, I like the idea of someone who can't type but only writes in cursive. <laughs> That's a fun character. Yeah. yeah, it's Benjamin Franklin, basically. <laughs> oh, um, man, what a classic character, that B. Franks. <laughs> that classic Dickensian character, mm-hmm. Benjamin Franklin. Um, but, uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So, okay. What the fuck is that robot? They what don't ever robot? circle back to that robot. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. Here's the yeah, best part it... about that robot, is mm-hmm. that it was like, obstacle detected drive a little more obstacle detected and i'm like cool it's a vacuum robot this is a funny joke those are relevant ish <laughs> like great <laughs> you've put a product in here that some people think is funny simply because it exists amazing great <laughs> good good script and it bonks around and then it starts saying things like adapting evolving yeah. <laughs> upgrading yeah. and i'm like wait no you don't just get to self-determine when you get to gain sentience and become yeah. powerful what the fuck well and like where did it come from did they say where that robot came it from? it was from inside no. their house from their neighbor's house because because the lady was running around yelling help right and right. and trying to chase down this robot that had run away from from the house to go evolve what is this goddamn robot <laughs> it's, it looks like a real real big Roomba that had plans and I want to know about the Snyder cut of that robot and yeah. what where it was going and what it was going to do 
I can't be too mad about that robot, though, because it did lead to one of the best lines in the history of film. Uh, this is you what should. Bond was showing me earlier, uh, which is after that happens, and she is uh, Flora is sitting and talking to Ulysses. She says, hey, you got sucked up by a vacuum. Maybe you could be a superhero. <laughs> Followed by, no, you're just a nice squirrel. You're just a nice squirrel. <laughs> that that, that so killed both of us no, when that happened. So I had to write it down. Nice we, had, we specifically paused it so you could write that yeah. down. And then she said, no, you're just a nice squirrel. And she's like, God damn it. Yeah, so I typed that too. <laughs> that is true hope. True hope in the face of cynicism. Yes, yes. <laughs> You got sucked up by a vacuum. You could be a superhero. You could be a superhero. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, just, it's so good. So, so that's slightly unrealistic, but not, but the unrealistic part of that is the vacuum misbehaving. Very, very, I completely understandable. We all know the old get sucked up by a vacuum, become a superhero routine, especially if you are rodentia and you, (laughs) you are able to get sucked up and then spit back out. Obviously, CPR on a squirrel, easy to do. Everybody knows how. It's perfectly <laughs> safe. So that wasn't yeah. a problem. I'm glad they represented it correctly in this movie. And I'm not sure, though, that I'm not sure that a, that a squirrel's uh, a squirrel would taste the way that she described the squirrel tasting mm. from giving it mouth to mouth. No, I don't mm. think so. More like M&M's. Mm. Not more like <laughs> M&M's. You think a squirrel would taste more like M&M's? I think so. Yeah. I think okay. I hesitate okay. to say I know so. Because you know, I'm just just I. Because you I don't just, want to reveal too much. I just about have your reserves. Life. <laughs> <laughs> you want to keep an air of mystery for the exactly. crowd. Exactly, I gotta keep my enigmatic nature. <laughs> Who knows if David knows what squirrel tastes like? <laughs> Not me. I'll never tell. Let's okay. Let's just dispense with the superhero aspects yeah, of this yeah, world. Yeah. We all know that's not realistic. Because we can but also that's spend fine. Like the sometimes. movie, the movie does say that's not realistic. Like it, it's like if we just watched yeah. a if we watched a superhero movie, and we were like, but people can't fly. Ba-ba-ba-ba-bonk. It's like yeah, of course they can't yeah. fly. Yeah, yeah. Um, as we all know, or we were just talking about Christmas. This is all circling back around. <laughs> the old uh, drummer boy, but he had a big old kick drum instead, and he went bonk, bonk, bonk. And everyone was like, actually, you can stop, please. This sucks. Like, Jesus this is a newborn doesn't child. He needs to rest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the tranquilizer darts really gave me Ooh. some pause. Because yeah. I've played enough Metal Gear Solid to know that if you shoot somebody in the neck with a trank dart, they are going down fast. Yeah. They're not going to be running They're across not climbing a, a ladder and running yeah. across a roof. <laughs> no matter up. how hilarious it is. It's so very funny. hilarious. And that, oh, it's just so fucking funny. <laughs> so fucking funny, guys. Just wanted to but no, squeeze this in the face. But it couldn't happen. There's a lot of <laughs> phenomenal physical comedy in this yeah. movie. That's true. But, but the... The best physical comedy is hyper realistic. I've always yes, said as we this. We all know. I've always said this. <laughs> Simulative physical comedy is what we crave, baby. Give it to me exactly like it would happen. Don't I miss you? the days of like Charlie Chaplin. Oh and, my and god. Clocks Buster falling King. on people? So yeah. realistic. So realistic. Slipping on banana peels? 
kill me with that. It's so good. A pie in the face. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hang on. Kill me with that. Kill. It's so show good. me that it's clip so to good. me, and it will kill me because it's so good. Kill me with that. It's the opposite of miss clip. me with that. I'm making it up right <laughs> now. Kill me with that. Don't miss me. Kill me. Hit me. Hit me. It's so, like hit me, but hit like me. way more I want intense. you to do it. I want you to do yeah, it. Yeah, stop trying to hit me and hit me. Hit me. <laughs> rack him up. Rack him up. Rack, rack him up. him up. Rack him up. <laughs> rack him up. Um, I have one. Yes, do it. I think that, again, like we said, pretty realistic movie, except... One thing mm. that did bug me, besides the lights being off, him being in the building by himself for an overnight <laughs> stocking shift, which was <laughs> him doing jack shit, really, that part of it bugged me, but for a different reason than this one. In the, again, I love it when workplaces in comedies are realistic. It makes them so much funnier. When it's just like a regular store. It's so fucking funny. And when he puts all those pins in the guy and he makes him look real cool and everyone is there from corporate and they're like, what is this amazing display? And then he's like, it was it was me. I'm quitting though. Ha ha. Fuck you. And then he runs off. And immediately after that, the like CEO of Binders Keepers or whatever he is fires the middle manager for <laughs> no reason. He, all that just happened was he I came and, say no and he was like, "Oh, there's a display. That's pretty cool." And he was like, "Yeah, this guy did it." And that guy quit. So the middle manager's fired. What? Well, because he was gonna he was gonna fire. <laughs> he was gonna fire the guy that was about to get all those jobs to put the display up in other places. And so that showed that he had bad management skills. Oh yeah, yeah. And so yeah. that's why he was fired. Okay, yeah. sure. It was it was justice. Sure. It was no, no, no. it that, was deserved justice. Thank you. I that mean, makes it was, total it was sense. the ultimate example right. of of a telling off of of a boss in a movie oh. is that you tell off a boss so well that they get the, fired. They get yeah. fired on the spot. Yeah. Yeah, that is the ultimate walkout though. If you walk yeah. out and say I quit and then the person that wants you to not quit gets fired, that's yeah. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and and that is a fantasy. So yeah, that is not realistic. That's yeah, true. It's not, not realistic. The way it works. No, that person would probably no. get promoted for creating the ultimate toxic workplace. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, people want to walk out. That's great. That means you're doing an awesome job. Honestly, I don't know that I've ever seen anyone do the quitting on the spot thing. Mm, no, I in haven't. any of the places I've worked. I haven't. And I've worked at like a lot of retail and temp jobs, so it seems like I should have seen. It seems that. likely. Yeah, I can do that for you yeah. someday if you want. Thank it's you. Uh, it's intense. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I bet it is. Like, it probably <laughs> sounds like, oh, wow, cool, but it, it you know, I don't know. It's just like, oh, shit, I still got to work here, but I'm like really on board with what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> like, solidarity, but little kind. Yeah. I need, a, I, need, I, need, I need the rent. Sorry. <laughs> that is really tough on the people who still have to stay around and work after that. Yep. Yeesh. <sighs> yep. Here's one. Yes. How on earth and with what? How? on earth <laughs> did the cat yeah here that should be every time we bring up a new one it, we should have to start mm-hmm. it with how on earth and then you say okay. that as All the right. jingle I like that. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like a cool morning show with, with shock jocks yeah. and stuff yeah, yeah exactly. okay it'll, so yes, it'll get a sound how, <laughs> how on earth how on earth did that cat punch Danny Pitt's <laughs> character in the ball sack because that happens. 
The cat was all over him as he was coming down the stairs from the apartment, and it was getting and scratching, and it was hitting, and and they were fighting, and it was before the pool. And then, and then, I I assume that this is Danny Pudi making this decision. He decided to pretend the CG cat had hit him in the balls and went like, oh, and like bent over as though he had been kicked by a human man. How did that cat do that? How'd that happen? I guess guess if he's holding the cat out in front of him, the hind legs kick out, I guess that could happen. I don't even... I don't know. Is this... this is it time for another Ask Joan segment? I think yeah. so. Get some headphones yeah. on Joan over yeah. here. Okay. You, know, yeah. you can always test it with Joan. Have Joan kick yeah. you in the balls. I, and she yeah, is really hurts. good at doing things only when they hurt me that I ask <laughs> her to do, so I think that's a pretty good idea. I mean, she's 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 full on, like, on my lap, walked across, and just stepped right on him. Yeah. yeah. But that's, so. like, the the weight of a... And, I mean, let's be fair, yeah. Joan's, a, Joan's a big lady. And you're not in the room, are you, Joan? <laughs> no, she's no, she's gone. <laughs> and and when she puts that peg right down, yeah, that that will hurt. But it's not yeah. like he was laying down, receiving the weight of a cat upon one foot. Yeah, that that was a that was a punch or a kick of some kind. Hmm. How? But if it is, if it was the back legs that kicked out. <laughs> Cats are leapers. So there's a lot of power there. Yeah, okay. I could imagine, especially given yeah. the right angle and the right precision, that it would mm-hmm. hurt him in such a way. Yeah, but it is it's a weird choice to have. It was a weird choice. That be the I mean, thing that happened. Yeah. I mean, there were a lot of moments in this movie where they asked the actors to carry a lot of hey, pretend an animals on you. <laughs> like yeah. that happened a lot in this movie. Because yes, there were squirrels on times. people oh and God. cats on people way too much for there to not actually be them on them and it be very obvious that it was not on them because they were like, ah, get away from me, squirrel that is somewhere. Like it, it felt a little like a bad choice. These poor DuckTales actors. They're just, <laughs> that's true. They have almost the entire cast of the new DuckTales. Yeah, Which all I the kids that. are in it. Yep. Yeah. So good. Those <laughs> poor DuckTales. Those yeah. poor DuckTales people. <laughs> and, uh, any other nitpicky realisms? Realisms. <laughs> well, that's not a word, so <laughs> there's one. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, I honestly did get annoyed by that weird newspaper article uh, that came out after that interview. I was like, what a weird yeah, fucking That's headline. a really good one. Like, because yeah. wasn't it just like, hey, this romance novelist appears adrift or like seems yeah. unhinged or something? But it's yeah. like, it's like, it literally, literally the reason she left is, oh, it looks like you haven't really written that much, which number one, we know she has. Yeah, all those books around the whole yeah. thing. She wrote all those. They pointed that but, out. Yeah, but well, even, even like in terms of this book, we've seen her writing yeah. multiple yeah. times. She said that she's running out of synonyms. She wanted a synonym for Steve. Me. Yeah, another and word she's for it. used a different word a bunch of times. She has material. It yeah. was so not clearly so. she's written something. <laughs> yeah. uh, but the implication that that journalist takes, without listening to her say the opposite, she just is like, "Oh, so you haven't really written anything, have you?" And then just fucking leaves, Jesus. and then goes and, <laughs> and writes, writes a, a hit sh- piece. <laughs> yeah, about this romance novelist who, like, why? Why it's, indeed? It's, yeah, it's some serious punching down by the yeah. by the weird. newspaper. It's <laughs> yeah. it's not un, it's not unlike uh, 
there are all these like A-listers uh, that got nominated for Razzies this year, but then Lauren Lapkus got nominated, uh, oh, I think ooh. twice. Um, for the wrong Missy. Wrong Missy. Yeah, the mm. one for like just solo and one as like worst couple with David Spade. Mm. And it's just oh. like that's it's me. Like she just got to do a movie. Like that's yeah, yeah. That's not fair. Yeah, no. but it's like it's a it's a similar like that's just mean. It's just yeah, mean. mean. Yeah, come on. That's mean. Come here. Yeah, yeah that that's come a good on. nitpicky realism corner, and it's also just a nitpicky like, why represent journalism like this? Yeah, yeah, like that always why? drives yeah. me nuts in movies. <laughs> it's one of it's one of yeah. my least favorite things, especially in kids' movies, that they make journalists mm-hmm. look like complete shitheads yeah. for no reason. It's like, yes, of course yeah, sure. there are shithead journalists. We're not going to disagree yeah, about definitely. that. Right. But like, show kids what a good journalist looks like because mm-hmm. there are those, yeah. mm-hmm. and they need to grow up knowing that there are those, so that they aren't the kind of people that don't trust any reporter. Because so many of those assholes oh. on the internet these days are causing way too much trouble. Yep. And you know what? That's why my favorite kids movie, Spotlight. I was just, <laughs> I guess it is about kids. In it a way. is about kids. It's a kids movie. <laughs> yeah, it's as much of a kids movie as the movie Kids. <laughs> Shit, you're right. Oh no. Oh Bad. god. Uh, good thing there's not a hell, or else we'd be going. Good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh goodness gracious, <laughs> boys! Any any other nitpicks that we can think of off the top of our heads? Uh, not off the top of me, Noggin. Mm-hmm. Well, we already covered that. Squirrels can't type, right? Le- squirrel, squirrel can't type. Squirrel can't fly. Squirrel can't lift bo- a lift van. <laughs> squirrel can. Whatever. Squirrel can't. Man can CPR squirrel. Man yes, can CPR definitely. squirrel. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. But okay. squirrel may not taste like. Girls say squirrel taste. Mm. Yeah, that's the real problem with that scene. Yep, that's yeah, the yeah. main issue. I, <laughs> I just have to... I don't know if it's a nitpick, but I have mm-hmm. to kind of... I think we just need to dwell in and enjoy the scene where Miller, Danny Booty's character, mm-hmm. the, is, is sitting at his desk, and he looks at that target that's squirrel-shaped, <laughs> and... Mm-hmm. And one, I guess this is a nitpick. The squirrel in it has a, a nutcracker, like <laughs> a, an actual little nutcracker that. to crack a nut, which squirrels <laughs> squirrel don't need. Squirrel crack yeah, nuts squir- with face or teeth or a rock. Like, it's fine. Squirrels can bust their own nuts. Yeah, they can bust <laughs> it up whenever they dang want. And, and he looks up at it and he says the line, I'm better than a squirrel. And that was a line that really got me. It's like, I'm better than a squirrel. <laughs> like, that, that was the dialogue that was going on in his head. Not, can I catch this squirrel or not? But is that squirrel better than me? And his, I did appreciate his that he was, was like such a terrible shot. Yes, that, and that was like, what I was going to say is there's the, no yeah. way that he should have been as disappointed as he was after he shot because he literally shot to the right and left, like 90 degree angles, and then was disappointed that he didn't hit the squirrel that he was staring straight ahead at. It was amazing yeah. and very funny. Like, yeah. absolutely yeah. a good joke. Yet he nailed every shot. Yeah. At uh, at did. George. Did. Well, but he was aiming for the squirrel every was time. Was he every time? I, okay. Well, maybe not every time. Uh, I thought he was going after George at a certain no, point. No, yeah, he was shooting I think George. on the roof, he, he was, was kind of just shooting, shooting George. George yeah. Right? yeah. 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 And he nailed it. <laughs> he did. He did. He's like a... He's so he has inconsistent... Mm, uh, yeah. yeah. You're right. Mm. That's a good nitpick. Yep. Good nitpick. Ding. 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 How on earth? How on earth? 
Oh, well, folks, we did it. Hey, boys, we made it through another episode of Contextual Deviance. Hey. Hey. We talked about Flora and Ulysses wow, in ways that no one else ever has or probably ever will. That's true. Such as, what is the true meaning of Christmas according to this movie? Is this movie Die Hard? We explain it to aliens. And we nitpicked some realism, I guess, <laughs> is, is, is the way to phrase that. We sure nitpicked some realism. Thank you. Uh, this has been a lovely time. We hope you all have enjoyed listening. Uh, we've got some plugs here. David, do you have anything you would like to plug? Plugs. Those really cool ones from Europe that have like the angles and they look kind of like triangle plugs. Yeah. I really those like those. Cool. I, those like, are good plugs. I've yeah. always thought that other countries have cooler plugs than America. Just like the metric yeah. system mm-hmm. rules and the standard system sucks an ass. And Well, that's fair. And then like I think like big earrings like that you put in mm-hmm. like to mm-hmm. stretch mm-hmm. your ears mm-hmm. out. I think also oh, gauges? I just yeah. wanna yeah. I just wanna well like but but specifically the ones that you put in that are thick and full and like filled in those plugs too sorry david you do you like having something thick and full plugged into you yeah inserted thank you it's nice it just feels nice to have in there yeah Yeah, david always has the best plugs i know well i just like i i do a lot of i google the word plugs every every single week and i just look and (laughs) see what's there example (laughs) and i just i look at them and i talk about them and then uh well and now we're here, where I'm the expert on plugs. I just, I don't know what to tell you. I put in the 10,000, 100,000 hours or whatever Malcolm Gladwell You put in the 10,000, 100,000 hours. <laughs> I put them in, just like I put yeah. the plugs into my ears. Bon, Bob's your uncle and Dave's bon, the plug boy. Bon, 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 plug, mm. plug me. What? Can you plug me? So, David, are you not going to do your, your oh, plugs? <laughs> I did them, baby. Uh, yeah hey check out and you know just as one last last little nice one like nice little nugget hypotheticast baby it's a show i'm on it's pretty fun check it out Hmm. that's not a kind of plug yeah i know i snuck in a recommendation a personal recommendation (laughs) of selfishness and i'm sorry but that's just what you get Wow. Yeah. Bon, bon, you know what? plugs. Bold. Do you have them? Yeah, Tell plugs. me something. Yes. Uh, I'd like to plug the Hypotheticast. Uh, I know them. Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just on I was on your uh, Hypotheticast, the web page that you put up, hypotheticast.club. Yeah. And I went to your About Me section and laughed very hard at your About Me, uh, where it says, it's better that you don't know anything about David, after <laughs> everybody else got a paragraph. Although... Uh, it says it's better than you don't know anything about David. So just heads up on oh, that. Oh God, it's not only lazy, but it's also a typo. Amazing. <laughs> that you should know. That's we so can cut good. that part out. That's so. Good. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. Um, but hey, no. Everybody, go to hypotheticast.club and see for yourselves, and then listen to an episode while you're there. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, but yeah. Um, I don't have a bit of pop culture to share, I don't think, this time around, because I think we've just been watching stuff that we've already talked about. Yeah, I think we plugged Andrew Tribeca before, and we're going through on a rewatch of that. Yeah. Um, So instead, I'm going to plug 
going for a walk. <gasps> um, it's really nice. I've been kind of uh, working hard on my mental health lately, and I was greatly encouraged to try to get outside every day. And mm. so I've been taking half-hour walks uh, nice. Monday through Friday, and it is very nice. Gets the juices flowing, gets you feeling oh, a little bit better about juices. stuff. And, yeah, but feels nice and toy. Juices. Uh, That's really important. Is <laughs> that's what it's about. You it's gotta about keep glutes, the baby. juicy, baby. If you don't, yeah, you got, get that juicy butt. Uh, if you got that raisin butt, no, and come on, keep it juicy. Yeah, where yeah. it's too dry. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like that's what. I'm, if your butt, butt like is dry, and you yeah. always have to keep putting lotion on your butt, but only your butt, you're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Go outside. Does butt skin get wrinkly if you're in the tub too long? I'm gonna Probably. tell you what. Yeah, no. yeah, it does. Uh, yeah it gets pretty wrinkly (laughs) thanks david no problem man thanks man (laughs) so yeah go for a walk (laughs) christian do you have anything you like to plug (laughs) (laughs) oh christ uh my best of 2020 playlist is still up my best of 2021 playlist is up to i think 11 tracks now it might have been at that one last episode but um listen to some good new stuff recently uh the new pompoco record is really good mm. the new uh the new record from the staves is fantastic Ooh, i gotta check um, it it's very good mm-hmm. um but my main pop culture recommendation this week is it's a bit of an oldie but uh they recently released Update 1.5 for Stardew Valley, the video game that I have played probably more than any other video game of my life. <sighs> I've put I put about 100 hours into it on the PC, and I've put more than that into it on the Switch. Mm-hmm. And now I'm back in because they added an island mm-hmm. that you can visit, and you can create another farm. And what? There's, like, more story content. Oh, my And, like, God. a whole bunch of shit. Wow, and uh, it has uh, taken up my time again, so that sucks. But it's also fun, so enjoy that. If you're if you've never played Stardew Valley before, there's never been a better time to start. Yeah, what's awesome is that I feel like that's always true about Stardew Valley. It's kind of that's like true. that old proverb, like the best time to plant a tree is twenty years ago, and the second best time <laughs> is today. It's like yeah, the best time to play Stardew Valley is literally whenever you think about doing it and that's the best yeah. time because you should I mean, it's yeah. just such an incredible little game yeah. i mean the fact that it was made by one dude and the fact that they keep coming out with these really substantial updates for free for free for, for free. several years yeah um yeah, it's, it's, it's phenomenal it's beautiful it's 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 a it's a little it's a tiny little masterpiece <laughs> and i i love it and i i want to spread the word if you haven't heard of it stardew valley enjoy uh, I think that's it for Contextual Deviance this week, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, there is only one thing that we have left in the proceedings, and it's the only thing that we end the show with every time. We don't end the show in another way, except for when we have a thing after the credits like we did last week. By the way, if you haven't listened to the post credit scene from last week, go back. It's there. Um, not to marvel you, but we've got some post credit stuff. <laughs> going to need all that information for the next one. Yes. We'll see if there's anything this time. You'll have to stick around to the end to find out, I guess. The last thing we have to talk about is this question that I present to my friend, David Gutchy, which is this. David, did you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with? 
the naughty stone evaluates the noise. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Contextual Deviance. You can find more information about us online at our website, contextualdeviance.wordpress.com. You can tweet at us at textdeviance. You can email us at contextualdeviance at gmail.com. Thanks to Minneapolis' own The Badman for the use of their song Gun Tonic off the album Ain't Clean. This has been Contextual Deviance. My name is Christian Hagen, and have a nice day. Have a nice day! Nope.